and welcome to episode number three of our book club, A Couple That Reads Together. My name is Paula. My name is Mike. Today we are going to be talking about the book Sadie by Courtney Summers. Um, so let's start with a little summary That's... of the story. Um, so Sadie, it's about the story of Sadie. Um, she is a 19-year-old girl. You get the story of how she is on the search of finding the man who killed her sister, her little sister. Uh, the story is told in two different formats from Sadie's perspective of her telling you what she's doing, but also uh, from the point of view of a, of a crime podcast being recorded investigating the disappearance of Sadie. Mm -hmm. So quite interesting, yeah. I thought. I don't really know how to add anything to that without ruining things, so yes. just leave it vague like that. Yeah, there are things that obviously they come with the plot. That's all I knew when I, when I chose the book. Mm -hmm. That's all the information I had. And I will say for anyone wanting to read um, the book, or listen to the audiobook as we did to look into trigger warnings because there is some yeah there is quite a few so how do you like it non-spoiler review time i liked it and i didn't like it uh it's a tricky one because it it's like so obviously i'm listening to an audio version in fact we both listened to the audio version of this book this yeah. time um, it's like I can imagine it's a real page turner at times like when I was ending my drive I was it on a couple of occasions like I wanted to just keep listening because it really had me but I don't think I liked it and I don't like the subject matter mm. um, I didn't like the format that much it really grew to annoy me at times um, but it's extremely dark. Like the last book we had was like a dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah. How to, what was it called? How to kill your family. Yeah. And that was like at times quite dark, but like compared to that, compared to that book, this is like. No, this was, this, this was serious, dark. Serious, dark. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. I didn't like it. And so I, I didn't, I didn't like struggle with it or anything, but I didn't like it. And not that I didn't like the book, but I didn't like that feeling. It was too heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I... like when it comes to like a non-spoiler review, I find it very difficult to say I recommend this book or I don't recommend this book because I don't know people's tastes. I would assume people would have similar tastes to us if they're listening to our podcast, but I would say I would not recommend this book to myself. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I would not recommend it. It's definitely a heavy subject. Um, I was expecting more of a, I guess, usual thriller, mm. and it wasn't that. No. Um, it was a heavy book with very important things to say, and it made it made it heavy it was it's not a book that you enjoy reading mm. um but 
that doesn't make it a bad book. You said you no. didn't have a rating. No, you, I, have, you I, have, sure. I have a rating now. Yeah, I just was thinking of it in my mind. Yeah, so do you want it now? Yes. I'd probably give it 2.5. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, that hurts. Well, what would you give it? I, I'm giving it a five star. Five star? Five star, that book. Really? I think it was brilliant. Heavy, okay. sure. Like, I was in literal tears at the end. It It's sometimes, like, I love, obviously, a, a book that I enjoy. And I don't tend to go for books that that are too heavy. Like, if you give me a drama or something like that, I usually don't want that. I want something that's going to be fun and that I'm going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It was so well written and it it made me feel things. And it's not often that, like, I don't cry with books. You know, I cry so much with movies. Yeah. I cry so easily with movies. With books, it's the opposite. Okay. I haven't cried with a book in years. But this hit me right on all the feelings. And I really, like, struggled. It's not that I think it's not well written. It is well written. But a few of my complaints come down to the structure and the way it's written. Oh, really? So I don't think it's great. So oh, for example, so for example, and I can put this here because it's non-spoilery. But like, I never knew this was a thing. But you told me this is apparently a thing where like there are real life um, podcasts with people, normal people that do investigations. Of... I don't know if they do investigations like happened here. Okay. Like actually go out of their way to interview people. I never actually heard okay. a crime podcast, but I know they. They go over crimes. Maybe they have um, a guest that is someone that is involved. And talks about Like okay. a family member of something that has happened. Um, I don't know how much in detail they go. This was some very, what do they call this kind of journalism? Like Investigative. Yeah. Journalism. Um, but, but here's, and here's my problem, right? Think of an example. So the book is broken down into... Sadie tells a portion of her story, a chapter, however, is broken down in the actual book itself. And then you'll get, usually they go one after another. Yes. They alternate. D, D, D. And then you'll get, what's this guy's name? Oh, Wes. Wes, maybe. I'm making that up. And he's doing, yeah, so he's doing this investigation. Um, tell me something. Tell me something that he was investigating and that you find out in a where's or whatever the hell his name was section that said he hadn't already told you. Quite a few things, like but I can't, say, I can't say okay, because we'll spoilers. To but to me in my head, like he was he was unraveling a story you've already heard. Oh. And there are only a couple of times where, and it also annoyed me that they, they did this, but there were, the first half of the book annoyed me that chapters would end or like a section of Sadie's or this guy's version of the story would end and it wouldn't tell you everything that happened. Yeah. And then the next time you have to, then the next chapter is someone else talking. So you got to wait through that. And then when it comes back around, they carry on. And because it's already quite separated from it, you've kind of forgot where it was and it doesn't carry straight off and it misses things out. There are a couple of points in the story where that does come back around later, but it annoyed me. I, I didn't like that. It's like there's still things to tell. Like I, I actually really, really like that. I love the 
you get the story like say this chapter and she's telling you things from her point of view from her very personal perspective of things mm. and then you get um the reporters and that is more factual that yeah. is what actually happened what people thought of her how the rest of things developed and i thought that was brilliant because it gave me both sides of the story whereas if we had had only sadie it would have been maybe not as factual maybe you'll be missing information you wouldn't have like i love the 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 parts where you got to see sadie's family um like um her grandmother it's not her grandma what do they call her um um, Maybeth. Yes. So, like, how she was telling you about Sadie, about uh, Sadie's relationship with her sister. And you don't get the same from Sadie. It's like a different point of view. So you can mm. see how other people was perceiving that relationship. Yeah, it was good. Um, so I thought that was good. And about the little cliffhangers at the end of almost every uh, chapter, I did have to go back, I think once or twice because i thought sir did i miss something like yeah. what what happened um but i did enjoy it like at the end of it like they they actually discovering something afterwards but i they had to go back the problem with that though is i listen in a car yeah and i and like i'm listening in one go so like i can rewind 10 seconds at a time depending on what app we're using and the, and the app we're using for this world I don't even have an Android Auto app, so it's on my phone. It's press play and it's go. I can go from my phone and go back 10 seconds at a time, which I do when I get in the car, just so I refresh where I am. But when it goes, it goes. And I have the ability to be like, this book is just confusing. I need to go back two chapters to find out what happened. Yeah. I can't do that. I need it to be clearer than that. So maybe that's why it annoys me more. But I'm not saying it's poorly written. It is well written. The things you said are all true. And obviously... The things about with the cliffhangers at the end of the chapters, whatever they are, is a, is a design choice. Like it's done on purpose and it does come back around a little bit later on, but just didn't sit that well with me. Just didn't love it. Mm, I'm yeah. surprised. I, I thought the way you were making little comments about it, I thought you were enjoying it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I did enjoy it. I enjoy stories. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, even if it's meh, like, even a meh story has sections where it's good. This is better than Mare's, 2.5 out of 5. Like, 2.5 is not too good. Love. That's decent. That's <laughs> okay. decent. Like, what, what, what word is 2.5? If 5 is like perfect or excellent or brilliant, like 2.5 is I like... I would say not great. Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable but flawed, I'd say. Okay. Enjoyable but flawed. I would say that's a 3, but that's my personal. Okay. <laughs> like, if, if I give something a 2, then I, I disliked it more than I liked it in my mind. Yeah. Like on the scale of like, at a minute, I'm 50%. That means half a time there are things that annoy <laughs> me. Enough. Half a time there are things that Fair I enjoy. Enough. So that's where it sits on my scale. Um, so I give it 2.5, you give it a 5. Yeah. What was I expecting that? It really surprised me. Wow. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the audiobook itself. Yes. Because they, as I said, I didn't know much about the book when I, when I chose it. Basically, all I have heard of the book is that it was an amazing audiobook, mm. like like a very good experience because of the whole podcast thing. Uh, but you were disappointed? Not disappointed. 
again, it started grating on me a little bit. Um, like, like first off, you have to say production values are amazing. Yeah. Every single character has got a separate voice actor. I really like how, I really like so when West is doing his section, when he introduces a new character, he or maybe Sadie does it too actually. Maybe they both do it, but he describes. Maybe Sadie does it more actually. She describes their character and the way they talk, and quite often she'll say like, "Oh, I was surprised that person sounded like this" or something like that. But obviously, this is an audio version of that, and the actual book is just written, and like you can tell they've taken a lot of care in like this is written in the book, and they've taken the book and they've made an audio version of it, mm. and they've gone all out. Like they found people that sound and fit the description of every single person when it's laid out. Really well done. There's a couple of of like small characters. That's almost like they got the janitor or something to read a couple of lines. They did not, but they weren't good actors. You could tell they were just reading. But like the, anybody that had a decent part in in the story, mm. they were fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Um, like all the interviews had the 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 audio change to show that it was like a, a recording, yes. a lower quality the recording. Sound, yeah. You can hear the the background noises, the sound design. Um, Everything it was good so good. Like there is this scene where um, he's having an interview with someone, and they walk out, and you can hear before anything the chair moving, yeah. and then the character says, "I'm out of here" yeah. or something like that. And I just thought that was such, yeah, so, so good. It really got you into it. It really felt like you were hearing this, mm. and and that was good. And also, as you were saying, the description I found it with uh, with West he described the environment so well yeah. that he'll be like oh i go into this house and it looks like this and that they're giving a very detailed yeah. view of what he's seeing and i best but that's probably like there. that's probably more just that's written in the book but like the production values yeah. and this yeah this that's what does i'm glad you mentioned that actually the sound design is incredible like they're usually like he'll be just interviewing someone and it just sounds like they're there sat across the table from each other mm. interviewing other times it, he's on the phone to someone and they sound like they're being recorded on the phone yeah so the quality is different yeah there's lots of other environmental things which you just don't get like they've taken the book and they've gone all out like yeah. they've made the audiobook as good as it can be so yeah th that was excellent but it was so review quality of the audiobook, I'd probably give it five out of five. Like yeah, it was good. It was brilliant. However, <laughs> however, there are things that annoyed me with the format as well. I don't know if I I don't know if I dislike the way it's read or the way it's written, but I dislike the name of the podcast. I dislike the way he says it, and it grates on me when it gets said over and over again. And it's just like it's hard to explain like it's not bad the words aren't bad the girls but like it just started just yeah. started annoying me I so guess, much i mean i didn't annoy me it's at just all cheesy i guess but i guess sometimes if you like the repetition of something that you're not too sure about yeah. they can get annoying but i was okay with it what else is gonna say about the audiobook oh yeah about sadie and her stutter mm-hmm I um, 
I love the fact that they included that um, on the character, but it just the fact that it was in the audiobook and you really see her struggle with it, I think that really also got me into the story mm. because um, usually when, when I read characters that have some sort of speech um, impediment, not, not impediment per se, just any sort of characteristic, okay. that maybe they say, um, like, you, you don't read many books on, in print, but they'll be written in a certain way to show that. So, like, a stutter will be written as, like, you know, mm. Mm, broken down words and um but sometimes maybe they pronounce as something a letter difference um what's it called when you do different s's maybe a lisp lisp. um it would be written like that and it just doesn't come across the same because it's a very um audible um yeah thing like in the if it's written it just annoys me I just want to get through the sentence, yeah. but like this in really in audio, yeah. it it didn't annoy me once. It was it did or didn't? No, no, not at all. I I just thought it was so. It 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 gave Sadie like extra depth, like it made yeah. her more real. It it you could see the the struggle on every every time that she was going to to talk and also it reminds you because it's very easy when you're writing to just easily ignore um what is happening on page and you just read the sentence and that's it uh but this is was like oh yeah like every time that she's going to talk to someone yeah. she puts herself through uh th- through this struggle that she hates and it makes her feel a certain way uh and it really made me connect with her okay. and, and think of her i know and you're right it did give more her more real. depth yeah it did give her more depth that came across perfect very well in, done in audiobook, yeah. but that goes to production as well right the production was just excellent yeah like they took the source material and they made it they didn't just pay a person to go in a recording booth and read the book they didn't even just pay multiple people and voice every single character and put them in a book there's actual sound design there's actual thought based in that's going into interpreting the physical book like they really did a good job yeah really all the set um this is spoilers spoilers yeah uh so as usual if you haven't read the book come back later uh so we'll go into full spoilers now if you haven't read the book think long and hard about actually <laughs> want to read the book <laughs> no just I recommend it. Trigger warnings all around, but still. Yeah, I mean, triggers, but yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. So, where do we start? This thing's where fucking do we dark. Start? And, and I actually, at the beginning, didn't like it. I didn't like that the subject material was pedophilia and that no one would say it. It's always just... Yes. Implied. Implied. And I, no one would actually commit to it. I struggled with that for a, for a while because I was thinking, am I thinking the worst? Yeah. Is, is, is there something else happening? Because all I could think was that, but obviously that's the clues that they give you. But I think it was well written. I think it's something that we need to bear in mind whilst we talk about this, that I didn't know until after I finished reading the book. 
and that the book is young adult. Okay. I thought it was an adult book, and I think loads of these tippy-toeing around the subject matter and not being, which I appreciate really, not being very descriptive oh, no, of, of things. I don't want, yeah. Like, thank I don't God, want it more descriptive, really. but it's um, more that, like they don't really commit to the fact that they're being abused. And But I guess that goes to the story too, because at the end, when you find out, when Maybeth and stuff find out what actually happened, she liked Keith. She yes. thought he was a nice guy. Like this guy's literally made a living of being nice on the outside. Does not look a creep, mm. but he's abusing people's children. Yeah. But and it goes to show that outside of the people actually being abused, no one actually suspected a thing. Yeah. So exactly. I guess that goes. But to I, that. the fact that it wasn't said outright, I think it works. Um, it makes you think. It makes you have to get see the red flags, see yeah. what is it that Sadie is trying to say, because um, that is what happened. Like, Sadie never knew what was happening to her. Mm. And many, sadly, many people won't see those red flags. So I think it actually spoke to that of like, you, you slowly get the picture. Yeah. And also as someone who has been abused, Sadie as someone yeah. who has been abused, she obviously didn't didn't want to um face that yeah. that fact she Can didn't want to uh to think about it she didn't want to have to talk about it so she won't just come out and say it but as the story goes on she gets more and more worn down becomes more tired yeah and the clues clo- she's finding it gets closer and closer like it comes out and then like she starts like i think Part the time when she holds the knife to Ellis's throat when she's in Keith's room in the hotel yeah. block, and she's like, "Are you like him?" Like she still doesn't come out and say it, but it's much more of an admission of like these are just straight up like pedophiles, and even though they still don't go out, it, the words never said in the entire book. Um, mm, I mean, even though the word isn't said, like the child um, abuse the theme comes in. It's very clear in like the final yeah. third of the book. Yeah, um, that's not a, that's not a big problem. Like, he didn't mind that too much. It just yeah, I, I guess you kind of nailed it. It's kind of like you you pick up on it and you're like, no one's really saying it. So yeah. you think, am I? Is this what is happening? Is this actually happening, or am I just reading this wrong? Yeah. I don't want to be reading that wrong if that's not what. That's yeah, happening. exactly. Like that happened to me. Um, when she goes find, uh, when she finds the box, and yeah. they never tell you what's inside the box no, for a long time, and. I actually, that's one of the times I had to go back. I was like, did I, did I miss? Because next thing you know, Sadie is just completely devastated. She's like feeling sick on her stomach and whatnot. But she never comes around and says what she's seen at all. And the first thing I thought was that, but it was never barely even yeah. implied. And I don't know, it's just... Like sometimes you just like you don't want yeah. to think the worst and maybe something else. Yeah. Um, and you listen to the chapter and it's built to a conclusion. You're yes. there. Tell us, like. No, but I think that was. I mean, I don't know. it. it I, li- I like. I liked it. Um, it made me I know, struggle. Yeah, I know why it's done. Yeah. But, like, it makes it a better story. So okay, so whilst we're on this, then let's use this as as an example. That part of the story, she's 
met up with these kids the night before. She's met Javi. She unexpectedly likes him. She then follows this guy in the morning to this house, creeps in afterwards, sees what he got stashed there. She then calls Javi like she would in the morning. She meets him at a cafe. She's obviously very upset and something's happened. And that just, like, you never find out like it just ends there. Yes. And the next thing you know, she's gone to the house. Yeah. And she tells them that, oh, Javi's coming. Like, I'm meeting Javi here. Yeah. But where the hell's Javi? Yeah. Like, because something must have happened there. And it's much later on. I also had to go back for that one. <laughs> but the, my problem with that is it's creating mystery out of something where there isn't mystery. Like, you're, you're, you're telling us Sadie's, you're literally Sadie narrating a part of a story. And then there's someone investigating it. Yeah. Right. Why would I? Why would I not get that? Like Sadie's mm. narrating the story. You would have just got that. Yeah. That's omitting something just to make it a, like a, a intentional cliffhanger and like this big reveal later on. No, it's not a yeah. big reveal. You're making a mystery out of something that wasn't a mystery. Just I tell know, us. I know what you mean. I don't think it is. It is meant to be a mystery. Uh, just kind of keep you wondering what happened. What happened to Javi? Yeah. Like what happened on the back of the because then you get other things like there is this this scene where West West starts interviewing what's her name? Kat, maybe? The girl that she picks up the, the hitchhiker. Girl, yeah, and and she says, Oh, have you seen what's gone down in this place? And then West says, Oh, yeah, this you know, big family man, big person yeah. in society um he's gone down for uh child abuse but you never know exactly yeah. how it happens for no, a long no, time no. but i like that because you're thinking oh what did sadie yeah, what do happened? how did we yeah. get there so you want to hear more of the other side so yeah, i true. like that of like one you hear part of the story from one perspective and then the other perspective is um unraveling it and yeah. making the discovery and tell you, telling you the rest. And I know where you're coming from. Sometimes you just want to know. Uh, so maybe it just wasn't I think it's your more, style. Yeah, I think it's more, it speaks more to what I like as opposed to the, the book being bad. Yeah, because I, I enjoy that. I don't like things being withheld that are just, don't need to be withheld. Just mm. tell me, just tell me there and then. Yeah. I told Javi and he called the police and said a body was there and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. that'd be cool. Like there and then that'd be cool. But yeah, I guess... I understand why it's withheld. I do understand that. I just don't like that personally. But yeah, kind of builds. Yeah. Builds the tension. What other spoilers you want to talk about? What other parts of the story that you want to discuss? Like I wanted to talk about the um, the reaction that people had to finding out how Keith was. Like you were saying. Yeah. Um. Like, what's his name? Ellis. Ellis, the guy, the kid who worked at the hotel. Yes, he really annoyed me in one of the scenes when he wouldn't give Sadie his address because I quote so you can go ruin a guy's life yeah. and I was like you can literally not have any more evidence in front of you of what this person is doing yeah. and it really reflected on on the way society really refuses to believe on yeah. the victims yeah. on the ugly things on the things that people that you know and think they're nice people mm. that what they could be doing and and the impact that that can have but that also speaks to like how these people prey on people right yes like this guy is not outwardly a monster 
and he's very nice to people. And they like never that's, are. <laughs> that, that's how he creeps in the people's lives. Yeah. But that's how these people operate. So, like, to these people, they don't suspect a thing. So if someone comes along and says something like that, like, you, you don't believe them because you know this person and you know how they are. You don't know this girl who's come and saying this yeah, BS. But now, she, she's got evidence and obviously yeah. things are crazy, but, like, the situation's crazy. Like, yeah, I understand why that would happen. It's not you want to hope that people would, like, put more belief yeah, in the victim, but... But I think that's uh, maybe something important for everyone to take in on how we consider victims. Yeah, for sure. And and it's so easy to sometimes cast a, a shadow of a doubt on what someone is, is claiming, but you need to think, if this is true, what are, like, the significant impact of that? They yeah. deserve your attention and your... Your faith in them, yeah. Um, but that I think it was as as horrible as it as it is. It was a good reflection of um, of the reality of of the the yeah. people that, that suffered these uh, situations of abuse get actually faced with of yeah. people not believing them and why so much of it goes goes silenced because yeah. they have. They don't have the credibility for anyone to because yeah. they can't confide on anyone and yeah it's sad yeah and and that like, i felt the, the, like it was sad. well reflected in the book like, yeah and it's well written and it's so sad like it breaks your heart at times it breaks your heart i mean it also does. like i just wish she like for example that hotel part with ellis just throw the fucking rock at the window like, don't put your arm through the window <laughs> for god's sake what's wrong with you Yes. Um, but it, yeah, it's heartbreaking at times. It's so heartbreaking. I think maybe that's why, because I wasn't expecting something so deep and so, so real. I didn't dislike it. I just, there were things wrong with the book, in my opinion. One thing I did like, because I really liked, even though it was really sad, I really liked the reveal towards the end that Sadie wrote the postcard yes. from LA. Yeah. Like, that was, that was probably maybe one of the only real investigative parts that West discovered that Sadie doesn't tell you mm. and that was like oh wow and then that also then makes you think when she realized that like she's kind of messed up more than what you think and when she's talking you're really only getting a really strong version of her side of the story only yes. and things are a little bit more little it's like when she talks she's telling a very her side of the story when the reality is probably much more exactly. somewhere in the middle. I think that's why why West side of the story is so important yeah. because you get the other perspective. But talking about that reveal, I I actually suspected that for a while. Like it oh, was really? implied, um, maybe not implied, but I could see it on the focus that she kept putting on that, uh, on the postcard, on the reaction that the man had to the postcard when she first knew about it and what was the mom's reaction i can't remember none she kind of i think she kind of had a little laugh and i was like she will she wouldn't even remember if she sent it yeah because because she wasn't clean at the time yeah but yeah you get like slowly at the start you know much about sadie she's just out there looking for this person and then you start hearing more about how her relationship was um with her sister was was quite broken 
at the time, how mm. it deteriorated, how she holds all these very um, angry feelings towards her sister for not valuing her as much mm. as as her mom after all the the effort that she's put to keep her safe and yeah. to to raise her basically that she idolizes her mom who who really wasn't around yeah um so you, you kind of start seeing more and more and more of why the search for this man is so important to her um of why she has the revenge in her heart and it made me think a lot of the last book that we read on how to kill your family and how that revenge story was so pointless let's say mm. like it was so superficial so in comparison like yeah like um, the previous book grace is looking for revenge because her dad wasn't in the picture um he's a very rich man from a re very rich family and she wants to avenge her mom for for them not being there mm. and take the money and of course the whole thing is told in tongue and cheek and this isn't yeah. but it made me feel of that like this revenge felt valid yeah it felt like yeah i can see i can see why someone will do this yeah um and put themselves through through all of this even though it's destroying herself yeah. um because she just needed to do it yeah she just she just couldn't move on with her life knowing the the part that she had played on you know on her sister's final yeah. uh demise let's say when and, uh, when did we or what were we talking about when we last spoke about something reminding you of last of us two last one the as last well one. like last, this last one's book. more that way like this one is more that like mm. maybe um I mean, it's not like a really clear parallel, but she's basically just given up on her life to, to exact revenge, and that's it. Yeah. And it's just so sad. Yeah. Just so sad, but like you just feel so, she's so validated in what she's doing. Yeah. Like you just have to, like you really want her to get it, and how it ends is just so heartbreaking. It literally. Like it's just. I just, in tears, I was. Yeah. I was. I listened to the whole thing and like the credits started to roll of the lady telling me like who was doing the voices and I just kept listening hoping for like a after credits yeah. scene I was like does someone tell me that she's okay um, so glad that she got that stab in and he did actually die from it like that's great like she did kill him yeah but like she didn't know that she killed him he killed her yeah and like i mean uh, i mean it's left quite vague like he comes back all muddy and shit like he's killed her and he's buried her somewhere yeah like it just so happens that she's stuck in with that knife at some point yeah it, which it, it, yeah it broke my so heart sad. and the i think it was the the uncertainty of it um personally it leaves the end then obviously up to interpretation yeah. that you can think that maybe she survived but personally i feel like she probably didn't um but what really hurt for me was the the end scenes from the family and this the uncertainty the not knowing yeah. of how much weight it has on on someone to not know what has happened to yeah. to your loved ones like sometimes you can't grieve you can't 
no. um, you can't have closure because you're always going to be thinking, yeah. where are they? What if? Um, and that was the part that really broke my heart at the end. Yeah. And I just wanted to know. And I just... It was sad. Like when, in the when she's in the house and he just appears. And she does that a few times when Sadie's talking at parts of the story. Like she'll be talking about the present and then it will drift a into flashback. a flashback all in one go mm -hmm. and it isn't clear initially that it's a flashback so when she's in that bedroom rummaging through the girl's stuff and keith appears in the doorway first of all you're like oh please just be another flashback please be a flashback and then she blinks or closes her eyes and opens them and he's gone and she's like shit was it a dream like i don't actually know and then she realizes that he's run off she chases after her, and as soon as she starts describing like the black and the stars and it turning red and like oh god he's i was thinking yeah i was he's thinking whacked. what is happening like, in, like as soon as she started saying i was like he's whacked her in the head like i just knew he whacked her in the head and but like the, the thing is like for me like she is dead because all through the story like she makes a point of like she keeps repeating like i am dangerous i'm dangerous like she's trying to convince herself that she could do something she's a tiny yes she's a small girl like with, with a blade, but she's a small girl. Injured. And, and yeah, she's injured, she's exhausted, and make a point about how big and broad this guy is with big hands. Like, there's no way she's overpowering him. She's really lucky that he didn't treat that stab wound because he wouldn't have died from that stab wound otherwise. Yeah. Um, so really lucky that he died that way, really. But it's just so sad. Like Yeah, I think that was also, it was, yeah, that, that very hard hit on reality on how, she's only a young girl yeah she's small. 19 small 19 year old girl like like it's there was no way that was gonna end up well no and and you knew that when it was getting towards the end you knew that but you just like just clinging on for her like please just be one of those stories where everything's okay yeah and but it's not. i just it's not. isn't and that no. at the end when you don't know what happened to her i would just kept thinking the story cannot finish with a happy ending yeah. like i'd rather have this ambiguous ending yeah. than that what actually happened because i just i don't even want to know yeah i don't want to know um because they never tell you there is no chapter about the fight like you know he knocks he like she goes unconscious yeah. at that point but obviously she wakes up at some point she must do, because yeah. she fights him off yeah um to the point of of injuring him but i'm so glad that we didn't get the scene because i feel like it would have been yeah so hard to listen to because she's only tiny yeah and and you know he's obviously perfectly capable of killing yeah that's another thing most of the book i was wondering why why keith why are you chasing keith because the police which apparently is terrible by the way yeah. because how is this journalist getting all this information and the police Never followed can't any do anything. Didn't follow any leads. <laughs> but she's so convinced that Keith killed her sister. And for most of the story, you don't know why. Yeah. Like, all, the last thing you know is that this guy left their lives eight years ago. Why will he have killed her? So that's something that I was the entire time thinking, is she just chasing revenge for the sake of revenge mm. like she's just decided that it was this guy that traumatized her um 
where was it? So that's maybe something that I hoped that I had known a little bit earlier. Um, but I st- I'm still not super clear on that. Towards the end, it's mentioned, I'm not sure if it's West. I think West is talking to himself and like trying to think what happened. And he's like, like, did he come, did he come back from, from Matty knowing that she was like 11 years old now? Like, what happened? Did he, why did he come back? How did he come back? Yeah, you don't really know. M- Maybeth and Claire, the mom, no one, no one knows he came back. Mm. Like, did he come back? Yeah, I mean, I like, was it, was it just back. out of chance yeah. that he came back and Maddie happened to run into him? But he lives nowhere near mm. this place. He lives miles away from this yeah. place. So, why? How, I, I still don't understand how. Yeah, how did he get there? Yeah. Why? Why was he there? Yeah. Was he actually chasing Maddie? But how will he have known? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, loads of actual, I want to call that plot hole, but not, not very not very well answered yeah. <laughs> questions there um but that's something that i kind of wish we had more information about yeah um besides that i think it was it's good it was good yeah it was brilliant i think just hard incredibly hard but i think it was good i'm knocking it down mainly for things that i know that are just my personal preference and that is probably not a 2.5 it's probably more a 3 or 3.5 but I'm knocking it down. It's two point five on my scale. It is still good. Like if you've got the stomach for this kind of story, then it is good. Like I would recommend it. But if like if, like when we do these, like I ask you to give me an extremely abridged version of the story because, I hate knowing, too much or anything about something before I listen to it, or read it. Yeah. So to say, I like to go in like almost completely blind. So these books that we're listening to and reading. Like, you're not even reading the back to me. Like, you're giving me, like, an extremely abridged version of that. Yeah. And that's how I like it. Like, I would have said no to this book if I would have knew yeah. more about it. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know myself. Um, also caught me absolutely, like, my guard was down. Yeah. I was not expecting it at all. So I will try to have... It doesn't make it bad. <laughs> something more cheerful. Yeah. doesn't make it bad. Next one has to be more cheerful. Yeah. Work on that, yeah. I need, yeah, I need more <laughs> happiness in my in my commutes. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's it. That wraps up episode three. Indeed. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um haven't really looked into what to read next, so surprise. We'll see. But if you have any suggestions, do leave them in the comments or however it is that you would do so. Comments on Instagram yeah. or on whatever on place you you listen to. Yep. to podcast and um, we'll definitely check out any suggestions that we get yeah something something light-hearted mysterious mm. you know what you need to read i have already read it but the thursday murder club i mean see if i can get you that because that's so much fun i might just read recursion again <laughs> okay <laughs> can't you uh, uh what do you call it a palette yeah, cleanser. Palette cleanser. <laughs> Every other book, I'll just read recursion. Just to reset. <laughs> so I know, reset my expectations on what a great book is. So I can judge everything fairly. But ironically, you only gave recursion four stars. Yeah, but five is five means perfect to me. It's like five is almost like flawless. A 4.5 is this is absolutely fantastic, but I recognize that it's not perfect. Okay, fair enough. On my scale, but obviously fair everyone's enough. scales are slightly different. Yeah, no, that's true. So. so, 
Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yep. Um, leave us any comments. Give us a thumbs up here and there. Um, Thank you for listening. Yes. Um, please do continue to listen if you do. Obviously, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us yeah. talk about books. Yeah. And please do get involved. Yeah. And that's it, really. So we'll see you next month for whatever books we choose next and the books we publish on Instagram, by the way, which I never said, but when I make the book selection, I put it on Instagram. So if you want to read along, that's the place to check out. Okay. Brilliant. Perfect. So, bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.